1: For guys like me, Washington DC, washes away your sins. It's like a morality car wash. It's all this money. This is the end result of all the bright lights and the comp trips, of all the champagne and free hotel suites, and all the broads and all the booze. It's all been arranged just for us to get your money. That's the truth about Washington DC. We're the only winners. The players don't stand a chance. And their cash flows from the tables to our boxes, through the cage, and into the most sacred room in the casino. The place where they add up all the money, the holy of holies, the count room.
2: The guys inside the counting room were all slipped in there to skim the joint dry. They'd do short counts, they lose fill slips, they'd even take cash right out of the drop boxes. And it was up to this guy right here, standing in front of about $2 million, to skim the cash off the top without anybody getting wise. The IRS or anybody. Now notice how in the account room nobody ever seems to see anything. Somehow somebody's always looking the other way. Now look at these guys, they look busy, right? They're counting money, who wants to bother them? I mean, God forbid they should make a mistake and forget to steal.
3: Everything to know about me Written on this page A number you can reach me My social and my age Yes, I served in the Army where I learned to shoot Eighteen months in the desert Pouring sand out of my boots No, I've never been convicted of a crime I could start this job at any time I got a strong back, steel toes Rarely call in sick A good truck, what I don't know I catch on real quick I work weekends if I have to Nights and holidays Kitty-40 and then some. Whatever it takes, four dollars and change at the pump. Cost of living's high and going up.
4: Hi, everybody! This is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Open with that scene slightly altered from uh, the movie Casino. You no know, talking about uh, the skim. You know what? Uh, you know, God forbid somebody would uh, count all this money and forget to skim some of it, to forget to steal. I use that as kind of a uh, analogy of what's going on in Washington D.C. as we, as we're learning more and more each day how uh, how we give up our our payche- half of our paychecks, and half of our uh, our living. If you're uh, if you're self-employed, we write a big old check to the IRS every year. And that money goes into Washington, and they just give it away. Hey, they give it to Ukraine, they give it to Romania, they give it to all these places, and then they all skim it. It all gets skimmed back into the Biden's pockets. And of course, we'll talk next week about uh, about somebody else that's uh, skimming it too. That it seems to be seems to me that it's just peculiar that people go into uh, go into Washington D.C. with no net worth. And come out millionaires. And now we're seeing how it all happens. I saw, I saw an article this week about, uh, Kamala Harris. Apparently she had a three million dollar net worth, uh, when she went into, uh, to, uh, become the vice president almost three years ago. And now she's worth about 16 million. How did that happen? She makes about $200,000 a year. How did that happen that she went from three million to 16 million? You know what? Maybe there's a reason that people pay, spend a billion dollars to get a four hundred thousand dollar a year uh, job, or they spend a million to get a hundred seventy two thousand dollar a year job that only lasts that only last that's only uh, lasts for two years, and then they got to spend another million dollars again to get that same office. You know what? What we thought was impossible in the United States of America, we're starting to see is is the same slimy place that every other country is. So uh that song was uh Cost of Living by Ronnie Dunn of Brooks and Dunn. Um that one's more to uh, illustrate what we're going to talk about in the second half. You know, hard work, you know, I I, I don't call in sick very often and I work 40 hours or plus 40 hours plus whatever it takes. I don't call in sick very often and uh and uh, you know I got steel toes and a strong back and uh you know cost of living's high and going up. But that's not what America is doing. America is trying to make it easier on everybody and they forgot what made America great. And, uh, we're going to talk about that today and, uh, and everything that we've seen this week. But before I do, let me introduce myself. My name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and I will say the fantastic opportunities are coming. It's looking, uh, it's looking more dismal this uh in the last couple of weeks as the interest rates keep going up and uh as the Biden administration keeps lying and uh altering altering uh the the data that's going in and the and Jerome Powell and his group are too stupid to see uh to be able to you know we put economists in with the with the uh Federal Reserve or they should be economists some of them are just lawyers and we put people like that that understand the economy so they can they can kind of see where things are going and make the right decisions but all evidence to the contrary of that as we see, uh, as we see them just make stupid decisions and push, uh, push a bad economy in, in, uh, to worse, worse conditions. So, but if you, uh, if you want to know where you stand and what you should do, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll free, area code 855-640-2020. If you're wondering if you should refinance, if you should wonder if you if uh, what you should do about uh, rearranging your debts, if you wonder uh, uh, you know should you sell now and uh, move some other place, any of those things, I'll give you some uh, common sense common sense guidance on that. 855-640-2020. If you want to talk to me but uh, you don't want to talk to me on the phone because it's so personal. Go to edhoffman.net, click on the United American Mortgage logo, and uh, fill out the uh, the contact information there. Give me as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back, and you'll hear back from either myself or one of my talented teammates. will help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Um, if there's any part of the show you want, you want repeated or you missed it, you can stay on edhoffman.net, click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. You can also get the, the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, where you can subscribe for free and have it automatically download to your device. I record on Friday mornings. It'll upload Friday afternoon and it'll download shortly thereafter to your device and you can listen to it a day early from the radio or you can listen to it whenever it's convenient for you. Um, if you have comments on the on the show, send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net. At ed ed, ed All right, so uh, that's everything that you need to hear. Let's talk about what you want to hear, what's going on in uh, uh, in this week in our nation. Democrats and, and the White House keep repeating the claim that even the members of the Republican Party have said that there's no evidence... Tying the president to anything his son did overseas. Who are these mystery Republicans that Democrats keep talking about, and why don't we ever hear their names? Maybe it's because they don't exist. Because I've never heard anybody say that there's no that there's no evidence except for the Democrats. Even thirty seconds after they heard the evidence, as what we saw well, what we saw this week as well. What does exist is the evidence that Joe Biden was. In fact, directly involved in Hunter Hunter Biden selling access to his influence while he was serving as the vice president. And on Thursday, the House Oversight Committee held an impeachment inquiry hearing to present that evidence, some of which was just released by the House Ways and Means Committee on Wednesday. Referencing some of that evidence was Jim Jordan of Ohio. Jordan read the new emails that show after Joe got the first Ukrainian prosecutor fired, that was Shokin, Hunter and his partners worked with a lobbying firm, Blue Star Strategies, to get the next Ukrainian prosecutor to cover the whole thing up. You know, so in case the next president said, hey, uh, was going on over there? Is there anything to that? And then, of course, they impeached President Trump over that in the House. Ridiculous. Jordan also referenced emails that show the Justice Department trying to protect the Biden family from investigation. These emails introduce a new code name, Political figure one, take a guess who that might be.
5: This is a tale as old as time. Politician takes action that makes money for his family, and then he tries to conceal it. Here is a communication from Hunter Biden to an executive with Barisma. Devin and I do feel comfortable with Blue Star Strategy the uh, strategies and the ability of Sally and Karen to deliver. Hunter Biden put Barisma in, in touch with Blue Star Strategies. What were they going to deliver? Well, that was in a communication release yesterday as well. U.S. officials in Ukraine and in the United States need to express support for Burisma and Nikolai Zolchevsky to the highest level decision makers. The president of Ukraine, the president's chief of staff and the prosecutor general. That's what they were going to deliver. And were they successful? The interior minister confirmed that Zolachevsky is no longer wanted. We won in less than a year communications between the folks at Blue Star and Eric Sherwin, who was Hunter Biden's business partner, uh, partner. Awesome work. Congratulations to you guys. Those are the communications. That's what they got done. And remember, when this happens in October 2016, when they when the pressure is taken off, the cases dropped against Olachevsky. This is the second prosecutor. Joe Biden fired the first one. The second prosecutor comes in, drops the charges. That's exactly what they wanted done. And the final step, the final step is the Biden Justice Department tries to sweep it all under the rug. They slow walk the investigation. They let the statute of limitations lapse for the most important years, fourteen and fifteen, the barisma years when all that income's coming in. They try to put together this sweetheart deal and get it past the judge. And we learned yesterday in the search warrant application in the search warrant. Examining Hunter Biden's electronic communications, they weren't allowed to ask about political figure one. Political figure number one is the big guy, is Joe Biden.
4: Yeah, so Zolachevsky was the head of Burisma. So the original uh, prosecutor, Shokin, Victor Shokin, was, was investigating him because they thought there was something uh, inappropriate about the president of the United States son serving on the board of a, of a energy company in Ukraine. Then the United States says that, Hey, we're going to give you guys a billion dollars in, uh, in loan guarantees, but you have to fire this guy who's going after the head of Burisma because he's going to put a, he's going to put the kibosh on my son getting a million dollars a year out of uh, Burisma in addition to my son's business partner getting another million dollars a year out of Burisma. So we're just learning about this political figure one. It starts showing up in August of 2020 email from Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf to an assortment of Department of Justice colleagues, including FBI agents. So this, this, uh, email from Leslie Wolf to a whole bunch of guys, uh, says, subject, BSSW draft. So blue star search warrant draft. And she refers to it as attachment B. So she says, as priority, someone needs to redraft Attachment B. I'm not sure what this cut and pasted, what this was cut and pasted from, but other than the attribution, location, and identity stuff at the end, none of it is is appropriate and within the scope of the warrant. Please focus on the FARA evidence only. FARA is a Foreign Agent Registration Act. Please, uh, please focus on the FARA evidence only, and then she ends it with. There should be nothing about political figure one in here. Thanks. So, uh, clearly the Justice Department is running, is running interference for all this to protect, uh, the big guy, Joe Biden. Someone who had some great insights on this was Clay Higgins of Louisiana, responding to many Democrats who, who, who repeated the, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. And you know what? And what's funny before I go to this clip is I was watching Watching it on and off while I was working, and every time a Democrat come on, there's absolutely no evidence. The Republicans keep saying they have this stuff, and we're just and they're just uh, presenting it, but there's no evidence. There's not one piece of evidence. I'm figuring, and I'm I'm saying, hey, these guys are getting sound clips for CNN and MSNBC to uh, to play, and and then Thursday night I'm watching TV, and I turned over to CNN and MSNBC a couple of times, but every time I did, they were on commercial. I was trying to see if they're using the, the Democrat things, the Democrat uh, sound clips. But here's uh, here's Clay Higgins of Louisiana. Yeah, One of the
6: gentlemen said there's no credibility to this evidence. Let me say, as an investigator, there's perhaps no category of evidence that's more credible than bank records. And bank records is what we're working with. The House Oversight Committee, Judiciary Committee, and Ways and Means Committee investigated investigating highly suspicious money transactions from, from foreign powers through shell companies to Biden family members. From Assistant United States Attorney Wolf, released by the House Committee on Ways and Means yesterday, this email shows Ms. Wolf Prohibiting the investigation team from looking into political figure one. Let me clarify that during that investigation, political figure one was a pseudonym agreed upon by the investigative team, the FBI, the DOJ, an IRS investigator. Political figure one is not a pseudonym created by Republicans or Democrats. Political figure one is President Biden, is Joe Biden. Leslie Wolf, as a priority, someone needs to redraft attachment B. There should be nothing about political figure one in here. This is a response to an email delivered by Joshua Wilson, FBI agent, that said, please see the attached draft for Blue Star Search Warrant. Blue Star Strategies is a longtime Democrat lobbying firm that Hunter Biden used to put pressure on U.S. government officials to end the investigation and protect Burisma. The Department of Justice was investigating Blue Star for these activities and allowed to retroactively register as a foreign agent. Today, no one has been held accountable at Blue Star. That happened during 2020, just months before your presidential election in America, you should be very concerned about
4: this. Yeah, and remember that political figure one was created by the Justice Department, but also all, the, all these investigations were created by suspicious activity reports, not created by the Republicans, created by Chase Bank and Bank of America and all these other banks, and uh, basically following the rules put out by the CFPB to uh, guard us against uh, what turned the uh, economy upside down in the whole globe. Uh, in uh, two thousand eight, and what about Romania? We rarely hear the details of what Hunter did for that country by selling Pop, Pop's influence, but there is plenty there outlining Romania. In hearing on Thursday was Lisa McLean of Michigan.
7: I want to talk about the damning evidence of Joe Biden's role in his family's business schemes in Romania. On May twenty first, two thousand fourteen, the then Vice President Biden delivered an anti-corruption speech in Romania. Right. On September 28th, the Romanian president visited with the then Vice President Biden at the White House to discuss anti-corruption efforts. Right. Got a theme of corruption, anti-corruption. Right. Gabriel Popovich, a corrupt Romanian oligarch in the subject of a criminal probe. He's a subject of a criminal probe and prosecution for corruption and bribery in Romania. This committee has reviewed transactions showing that the Biden family received money from a foreign company run by this um, Russian oligarch, corrupt Gabriel Popovich. Five weeks after the Romanian president visited with Vice President Biden, Popovich begins paying Hunter Biden And his associates, Rob Walker, through his company, Bladen Enterprises. The money from Bladen Enterprises is deposited directly into Robinson Walker LLC. Now, this LLC is directly operated by Hunter's known business partner, Rob Walker. These are all, these are all facts. Right, that we found through the investigation. In November 2015 and again in March uh, 2016, Hunter Biden meets with the US ambassador to Romania. Red flag. Then coincidentally, over 1 million dollars flows to the Bidens. I'm not much for coincidences, and I don't think the American people are either.
4: Yeah, we've uh we've all we've all uh Smelled this, smelled this and tasted it many times before, and we don't just buy it anymore. She went on to explain what was in the Ways and Means Committee's findings this week. Gabriel Popovich paid the Bidens and or Biden Associates over $3 million while Joe was vice president. The $1 million she mentioned was the amount that went directly into the Biden family accounts. It was actually 1.038, so 1038000 uh, dollars. So one million directly into the Biden family accounts. remember even the grandkids were getting paid for doing nothing and then the total amount from Romania to the Biden family and their associates is over three million dollars. So apparently if you need accomplices to help you you have to share you have to share the money. so uh, and of course you keep hearing that Biden goes over and makes speeches about anti-corruption. Is that kind of like uh, Hillary Clinton colluding with the Russians and creating a dossier that says that Trump was colluding with the Russians and all this anti-corruption stuff? Uh, the, so he goes over and makes a speech about anti-corruption, then uh, proceeds to teach them about corruption and sticking it in his own pocket. And uh, and and so basically, they're they're extorting money that the United States pays to them. They go back and extort it into the Biden family, and of course. Biden's not the only one, but Biden happens to be the president now, and he happens to be uh, taking uh, taking advantage advantage of it more than anybody else we see. So, uh, just so you know, that we give about 150 million dollars to Romania every year in foreign aid, and in addition, when you look at who's uh, given to uh, Ukraine, Ukraine, how much money we've given, and how all the countries around them have given, uh, you can see that. They just give our own money, the money that we gave to those co- those countries to, for aid to them. They just give some of that to the Bidens and then some of it to Ukraine and say, hey, we're helping. And then, of course, there's China. The most damning evidence on, on that came this week. And committee chairman James Comer outlined it in his opening statement where he explained how in 2019, Chinese businessman Jonathan Lee wired Hunter money twice, 250000 once and 10000 the second time, using Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home address.
8: This week, the Oversight Committee issued another bank subpoena targeting specific wires originating from Beijing. Most of our bank subpoenas have been for Biden family associates' accounts, resulting in thousands of pages of bank records. We've identified these bank accounts based on suspicious activity reports filed with the Treasury Department after being flagged by the banks. The bank records obtained this week showed that on August 2nd, 2019, Jonathan Lee and Miss Tane Ling in Beijing sent Hunter Biden $250,000 listing Joe Biden's home address in Wilmington, Delaware. The wire stated it was for a personal investment. A second wire showed that on July 26, 2019, Ms. Wang uh, Shen sent $10,000 listing Joe Biden's home address in Willington, Delaware. The 10,000 wire said it was a loan to beneficiary. Now, let's talk about the $250,000 personal investment. Sure looks like Jonathan Lee was making a substantial investment in the Bidens months after Joe Biden announced his run for the presidency in April 2019. Now, who is Jonathan Lee? During Devin Archer's interview with the Oversight Committee, he explained how Vice President Biden developed a relationship with Jonathan Lee. Vice President Biden had coffee with Jonathan Lee in Beijing. He talked with him on the phone and even wrote a college recommendation letter for Mr. Lee's children. Hunter Biden even met with Jonathan Lee after flying on Air Force Two to Beijing with joe biden the beijing biden's cultivated a relationship with jonathan lee and other chinese nationals for one reason and one reason only to access their wealth as we all know the biden's had nothing to sell except the brand which was joe biden
4: yeah so uh the first so i i got that backwards the first the first wire was ten thousand said as a personal loan of course, there's no uh, there's there's no there happens to be no documents about a personal loan, and then uh, a week later it was two hundred fifty thousand as an investment, personal investment in what? You know, it sounds to me that isn't this Chinese collusion in the in the twenty twenty election, because they're investing, they made a personal investment in in Joe Biden winning the election. Uh, I think uh, I think this all starts to stink, it starts to stink big time. And uh and of course whenever the, the Democrat again, again, whatever the Democrats are doing is what the Democrats are 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 accusing the Republicans of every time. Every time now Hunter's lawyer Abby Lowell is now calling the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar payment a documented loan, but that said it was a personal investment from Jonathan Lee. Even though there are no records of, of there ever being any interest or terms Things that are generally part of a documented loan. Lowell's also claiming that Wilmington address was used because it was Hunter's only permanent address, even though his memoirs say he was living in Los Angeles at the time. And then, regarding the Biden brand, Hunter himself makes it clear. And we think this was a text from Hunter to Uncle James regarding Tony Bobolinski. And remember, these are only on the laptop because Hunter's too stupid to realize that every time he plugs his uh, phone into his his laptop. Uh, he gives it permission to download all the data onto his laptop from this phone. So, uh, the text to, uh, to, to who we think is James, James, uh, Biden. Bull stuff, James. All around bull stuff. Obviously, I'm, uh, I'm paraphrasing. Explain to me one thing Tony brings to my table that I so desperately need that I'm willing to sign over my family's brand and pretty much the rest of my business life. Read the effing documents, people. It's it's plain effing English. Why in God's name would I give this marginal bully the keys to my family's only asset? Why? My only asset? The Biden name? Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this half of the main event, so stay tuned for 5 Minutes Traffic, Weather, and Sports, and we'll talk a lot more about this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM870, The Answer. Mortgage rates are up, but credit card rates are way higher. And credit card balances have hit an all-time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget. Not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. Let me point out, it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed
2: Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate.
0: AM590, the answer.
3: I got a strong back, steel toes, I rarely call in sick good truck, what I don't know, I catch on real quick I work weekends if I have to nights and holidays give you forty and then some whatever it takes, four dollars and change at the pump. cost of
4: living's high Welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. I don't talk a lot about real estate and finance on the radio, but uh, that's what I do the rest of the week. Um, so, if you're interested in talking to someone who thinks like you and find out what your options are, uh, everybody's everybody's kind of uh, scrambling and wondering wondering where this thing is going. If you want my opinion on your particular situation, call me toll free at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net, click on the United American Mortgage logo and uh, do the cyber thing. So uh, we talked about uh, the impeachment inquiry in the first half and uh, how just how corrupt Joe Biden is and how corrupt the whole, the whole Democrat Party is because they hear this. Those people are – the people that are in there chanting that there's no evidence – are sitting there hearing all the evidence. They were in there when the whistleblowers were, were, uh, were given their, their, their evidence. And when, uh, Devin Archer was, in, was, uh, testifying as well. They all see it. They all cover it up. So it's my opinion they're all in on it. So, uh, so, um, we got to see the second Republican primary debate on Wednesday. It was at the Reagan library. In addition to Trump who opted out. Again, seven candidates qualified to be on stage. The last time there was eight. So the only one that didn't requalify was Asa Hutchinson. And there's a few others that have been trying to get in that di- apparently didn't didn't do any better this time. Uh, so in addition to Trump, uh, there was uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former Vice President Mike Pence, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, former UN ambassador and South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley, former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie and North Dakota governor, Doug Burgum. Uh, Hey, maybe Chris Christie ate, ate Asa Hutchinson. Maybe that's why he wasn't there. I don't know. So, uh, to me, it was, uh, quite uninspiring. The first question was on the dismal state of the economy and the general outlook of Americans. For Chris Christie, it was the same old same old song attacking Trump, this time lumping him, lumping him in with Biden on the economy and the debt. They get sent down there to do the job and they've
9: been failing at doing the job for a very long time. And let's be honest about this with the voters. You know, during the Trump administration, they added seven trillion dollars, seven trillion dollars in national debt. And now the Biden administration has put another five trillion on and counting. They have failed and they're in the spot they're in now because none of them are willing to tell the truth. None of them are willing to take on the difficult issues. They just want to keep kicking the can down the road. And that's why people all across this country are suffering tonight. And yet we don't get any answers because Joe Biden hides in his basement and won't answer as to why he's raising the debt the way he's done. And Donald Trump, he hides behind the walls of his golf clubs and won't show up here to answer questions like all the rest of us are up here to answer. He put $7 trillion on the debt. He should be in this room to answer those questions for the people you talk about who are suffering. And if the government closes, it's the blame. It is to the blame of everyone in Washington, D.C., who has failed to do their job and just plays to the grandstand.
4: You know, I saw a uh, a 19 year old on uh, on Harris Faulkner's uh, show uh, Friday morning talking about he's he he saw the debate and he's going for Christie because, you know, Trump, again, added seven trillion dollars to the debt. What they don't what they don't uh, what they failed to leave out is that three point nine trillion dollars of that seven trillion was covid relief. And uh, and we'll also uh, uh, let you remind you from those of the those of us that lived through it and actually have a memory that we shut down on March first, and Trump was saying, "Hey, we'll be back open by Easter. We'll be back open by Easter. Hey, the 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 cure cannot be worse than the, than the disease." And he was pushing all the time, while the Democrats and the uh, and Tony Fauci and the mainstream media kept pushing pushing on us BS BS data to scare us into thinking we need more we need to keep this place shut down we need to save the world from from this terrible disease and uh, you know I got it twice it was kind of a uh, rough for a couple of days uh, the first time and the second time was uh, you know hey sore throat for one day and the next day I was better. So, uh, they failed to point out these things, but you know, when you're on the, when you're on the stage, it's all about sound bites. Ron DeSantis apparently shares Christie's idea that making Biden, Trump, and all of Washington the same person is a winning strategy, so essentially he repeated Christie's point.
10: The people in Washington are shutting down the American dream with their reckless behavior. They borrowed, they printed, they spent and now you're paying more for everything. They are the reason for that. They have shut down our national sovereignty by allowing our border to be wide open. So please spare me uh, the crocodile tears for these people. They need to change what's going on. And where's Joe Biden? He's completely missing an action from leadership. And you know who else is missing an action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added $7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have. Now I can tell you this as Governor of Florida, we cut taxes, we ran surpluses, we've paid down over 25% of our state debt, and I vetoed wasteful spending when it came to my desk. And as your president, when they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up, I'm going to take out this veto pen and I'm going to send it right back to them.
4: Well, while he when he says uh, hey, you're paying uh paying more for everything because of all the spending, some of that is true, but really while you're paying so much for everything is because Biden turned off everything that Trump did. And, you know, the, the price of, the price of oil skyrocketed. We turned off all our production. That made, uh, gas higher. And that's a tax on everyone. And it created, uh, higher costs for everything. For everything. And, you know, that, uh, oil goes into a fertilizer and goes into trucking our products. And all that stuff, so he can say, hey, you know, it's it's uh, he can lump Trump in with the responsible parties on why we're paying so much for everything today. But I have to rebu I have to rebut that. Um, and of course, all the good things that he said are the same things that come out of Trump's mouth. That's uh, you know one of the things you know I like I like Vivek Ramaswamy, but all the stuff that I like that he says, Trump's already saying and vivek is 38 and he's uh, his oldest child is uh is uh is 3 and his youngest is 6 months he's to me he's not old enough to have enough wisdom to uh to handle that handle that office although i do like him um he is a smart guy um vivek ramaswamy clearly on the crusade for the youth vote as evidenced by his new haircut which is Stupid, and I'll tell you that uh, when I see my son, who lives up in Northern California, he's sporting kind of the same thing, and I tell him, "What's with that haircut?" <clears throat> so, uh, so he's uh, he's trying to get the youth vote, uh, but he got owned by Nikki Haley because of his past relationship with China and his love for TikTok. TikTok
3: is banned on government ba- government issued devices because of its ties to the Chinese government. Yet you join TikTok after dinner with boxer and influencer Jake Paul. Should the commander in chief be so easily persuaded
2: by an influencer? So the answer is I have a radical idea for the Republican Party. We need to win elections. And part of how we win elections is reaching the next generation of young Americans where they are. So when I get into office, I've been very clear. Kids under the age of social, under the age of 16 should not be using addictive social media. We're only going to ever get to declaring independence from China, which I favor if we actually win. So while the Democrats are running rampant, reaching the next generation three to one, there's exactly one person in the Republican Party which talks a big game about reaching young people, and that's me. And let me level with all of you. I'm the new guy here, and so I know I have to earn your trust. What do you see? You see a young man who's in a bit of a hurry, maybe a little ambitious, a bit of a know-it-all, it seems at times. I'm here to tell you, no, I don't know it all. I will listen.
7: This is infuriating because TikTok <laughs> is one of the most dangerous social yeah, media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say hmm. because I can't believe you know, they here. You've got a may. TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. That means they can get your contacts, they can get your financial information, they can get your emails, they can Let get me just text say, messages, they can get all this of is these this is China very important exactly for our party what they're this doing is very important what for our we've seen and I'm is say, you've gone and you've helped china stop. build, make medicines will, in china not america you're now wanting kids to go and get on the social media that's dangerous for all of us you and you were in business with the chinese that gave hunter biden five million dollars we can't trust you we so can't trust me, you we can't say have something. tiktok yeah. i think
10: positive. that we uh, important. Important. To Mr. You yeah. have 15 Thank seconds
4: this is why I found the debate kind of uninspiring. Everybody was talking over each other. The uh, moderators lost control, of, uh, lost control of the whole of the whole debate. It was kind of a a a, a dumpster fire uh, out there. Vivek Ramaswamy has charisma. He's a he's a passionate guy. He's got charisma. And when he talks, he, he you know, he's he's interesting to listen to. Nikki Haley also has some charisma but Nikki Haley scored and Nikki Haley scored some points on him but were any of her points valid you know uh you know uh, I I admit that uh Vivek Ramaswamy says hey we have to connect with the young people but the young people shouldn't be on this on this uh on this social media on this particular app and then uh uh Nikki Haley comes in and says well hey uh, you you joined this app, and it's the most dangerous app of all. And your and in addition to that, you did business with the Chinese, the same government that gave gave money to Hunter Biden. Well, I don't know that any of that's connected, because a lot of people do business with the Chinese. We can go after Apple for that. We could probably go after uh after uh, um Tesla for that. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I know Apple's building iPhones over there and we all are carrying iPhones. So does that does that put us in connection with uh, with Hunter Biden? So I don't know, you know, but they're they're getting their uh, their sound bites on. And uh, then then, of course, you know, for lack of charisma, you know, Chris Christie and uh, and uh, Mike Pence, want to show that they have charisma that they have that they have some uh, some personality that is uh, entertaining and nice to listen to so then chris chris christie's dumping on trump continued with a joke that to put it mildly did not land well and I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald,
9: I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you
4: Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. <laughs> OK. All right. That was clever. Not not. But, you know, hey, clearly, uh, clearly planned, clearly planned. Uh, like Chris Christie said uh, eight years ago, eight years ago, uh, about. You know the the canned, or was it four years ago, about the canned uh, statements that the candidates make. He was clearly doing the same thing. And then there's Mike Pence, the former vice president, made several valiant attempts to change the way America feels about his personality, and that didn't go too well either.
6: Joe Biden doesn't belong on a picket line. He belongs on the unemployment line.
5: <laughs> well, see, I'm,
6: glad, I'm glad Vivek uh, pulled out of his business deal in 2018 in China. That must have been about the time you decided to start voting in presidential elections. So,
9: When you have the president of the United States sleeping with a member of the teachers union, there is no chance that you could take the stranglehold away from the teachers union every day. Full disclosure, Chris, you mentioned the president's situation. I'm my wife uh,
6: isn't a member of the teachers union, but I got to admit, I've I've been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years and the um, so full disclosure.
4: Well, I'm not sure who Christie's talking about sleeping with the teachers union as he is he, you know, because he's I'm sure he's talking about Biden being part of the, sleeping with all the unions. And uh, I don't know how uh, Pence tied that into sleeping with his wife, who's a teacher. And of course, uh, Biden's wife was a teacher too. He thinks she still is. Uh, but to say the least, that was awkward. So, uh, let's talk about events going on in the labor sector while we're on the labor unions here. Um, events going on in labor sector this week are painting a clear picture about who the real pro-labor president is. Right now, thousands of United Auto Worker members are striking against three major Detroit automakers, Ford, GM, and Stellantis, who's Stellantis? Well, apparently Chrysler is now called Stellantis after they, after they merged in with uh, parts of Fiat, who's Italian, and uh, and some other uh, company that uh, makes a that's a French company that makes auto parts. So now they're called Stellantis. So I guess we really only have two American automakers now. The union's primary demand is forty percent hourly pay increases over the next four years. Even conservative economists like Larry Kudlow say that that's fair because United Auto Workers have not received a cost of living adjustment in 15 years since the financial crisis of 2009. Okay. I'm, you know, everybody wants a 40% increase, but okay. If they haven't taken cost of living increases in the last 15 years, I'm okay with that. The union also wants pensions reinstated from Bloomberg. United Auto Worker members who were hired prior to 2008 financial crisis have pensions, but those brought on since have received 401K plans instead. The union is demanding auto companies provide pensions for new employees and those who currently lack them. So to give you the difference, a pension is a defined benefit. You work this many years, this is what your benefit is at retirement. A 401k is defined contribution. You put in this much and the company will match a certain percentage of that and whatever happens with that investment is whatever happens. Uh, But the union's final proposal is a big one. Something that could impact the, Ameri- the entire American workforce. They want to move to a four day, 32 hour work week at the same rate of pay with overtime pay for anything beyond that. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain says this is fair because right now our members are working 60, 70, even 80 hours a week just to make ends meet. Remember I played that, that, uh, song at the beginning of the, of the show about I work 40 hours and plus whatever it takes. That's the American way. We work whatever it takes. We get the job done. How are we going to keep the supply of new cars available if no one wants to put in the hours to build them? I don't know. Maybe everybody forgot what we went, went through over the last few years. From CNBC, calls for a 32-hour work week may seem lofty, but auto workers have a long history of driving change in the structure of American work week. Labor unions have been trying to reduce the workday for more than 100 years. Auto workers at Ford Motor Company were among the first to adopt a five-day, 40-hour work week in 1926, at the time when people regularly topped 100 hours a week. By 1938, the Fair Labor Standards Act cut the work week to 44 hours, then down to 40 hours a week two years later. By 1940, union groups thought they'd that they'd continue to work toward a targeted 30-hour week. While auto workers generally supported the idea, the United Auto Workers leadership ultimately stepped away from it in future negotiations, and so we've had a forty-hour work week ever since. Let me just play a little song you guys might recognize.
3: There are people in this country who
1: work hard every day,
3: not for fame or fortune do they strive, but the fruits of their labor. Are worth more than their pay, that it's time a few of them were recognized. Hello, Detroit auto workers, let me thank all your time. We you work a for 40 hours, we are living,
4: just to send it on down line. Well, apparently that's a thing of the past because, uh, hello, everybody, a forty you know, you realize if the goes for the for the auto workers is going to go for everybody else in the country. Back to the article. The sheer momentum of today's united auto worker strikes, which represents about 146,000 workers, could have a big impact on other sectors of the workforce. In other words, everybody would be working four days. In other words, if the auto workers get a four-day work week, the entire American workforce will follow suit. So, also just so you know, our, uh, our Gaysian congressman, as he calls himself, Mark Ticano, introduced a, a, uh, a, a bill to turn the whole country into a 32 hour work week back in March of this year. Well, as we know, Joe Biden is supposedly the most pro union president of our time.
1: I intend to be the most pro-union president, leading the most pro-union administration in American history. I'm proud to be the most pro-union president in American history. I meant what I said when I said I'm going to be the pro-most pro-union president in American history, and I make no apologies for it. I made a commitment; I'd be the most pro-union president in American history. I'm keeping that promise. I'm
4: proud to be the most pro-union president, according to the experts, about in American history. So, Bud Biden must want all these things for the auto workers, right? Well, that's not totally clear either. From Politico, reporters asked the president if he supported a 40% wage increase for the auto workers. The union members surrounding him shouted "Yes!" and after waiting a moment, Biden too said yes. Here's a report from Fox's Jackie Heinrich. No pay! No work!
7: No work! No pay! No president Biden becomes the first sitting president to walk a picket line, picking up a bullhorn with striking auto workers in battleground Michigan.
1: You guys, UAW, you saved the automobile back and now they're doing incredibly well. And guess what? You should be doing incredibly well,
7: too. The union says negotiations progressed with Ford, but not with General Motors, where the president helped target distribution centers Tuesday. Despite concerns, a prolonged strike could inflame economic pressures.
6: Stick with
1: it, you deserve the significant raise you need and other
4: Let's get it!
7: But the White House refuses to say which demands Biden is backing, from 40% pay increases to reinstated pensions. We are not involved in negotiations. That is something for them to decide.
4: Yeah, well, meanwhile, the striking auto workers saw right through this supportive charade.
7: Do you trust this show of support coming from Washington right now?
4: It's all about votes. Trying to get votes.
7: Do you feel like him showing up right now is... Is it
2: a show or is it a show?
1: It's
4: a show to me. I yeah. mean, that's just to help the EV economy, not the gas economy, okay? Yeah, those two workers expressed it perfectly. Biden wants their endorsement and their votes. So he shows up at their picket line. Meanwhile, he continues to allow the far left of his party to tell him to push the EV conversion, which will obviously kill the auto industry as we know it. Trump also visited United Auto Workers this week. And at the end, of course, he made it clear that he understands it.
1: I side with the auto workers of America and with those who want to make America great again and I always will. And I don't get one thing. I don't get why Ford and GM, why these car makers aren't fighting for to make cars that are going to sell, to make cars that are going to be able to go on long distances. They immediately give up. I see it with the oil companies, too. It's like they're told what to do, and that's what they go against their industry. They're either stupid or they're gutless. But why do they concede so fast this plant? We just walked through this plant, and uh, the electric vehicles are going to put them out of business. They don't need any of this. The things that you make in Michigan, they don't need any of it. Why is it that these big, powerful car companies with guys that are making $35 a year immediately quit. They say, you want electric vehicles, we'll give it to you when the damn things don't go far enough and they're too expensive. And I'm not in that business, but I know a lot about it. They don't go far enough and they're too expensive. A vote for Crooked Joe means the future of the auto industry will be made in China. That's what's going to be. That's where they're made. My pledge to every automaker is this. A vote for President Trump means the future of the automobile will be made made in america where it's at the, made in america USA, 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 USA. it will be fueled by american energy it will be sourced by american suppliers it will be sculpted from american iron aluminum and steel and it will be built by highly skilled American hands and high-wage American labor. That's what's going to happen.
4: happen. You know, one little thing that uh, everybody seems to leave off about uh, this this uh, auto worker uh, strike is uh, is the uh, stockholders of these companies. You know, uh, all these people get all these extra, extra wages and get a 32-hour work week, all this stuff. Uh, that's going to affect the stockholders, which everybody who has a 401K is a member. They're all invested in General Motors and Chrysler or whatever it's called and Ford. And it's even going to affect the workers. And you're going to see their 401Ks just dwindle. Oh, but the auto workers don't want 401Ks. They want pensions now. So anyway, hey, we'll talk about this a lot more in the in the coming weeks. But uh, for this week, I'm all out of time. So my name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event. And I'll be back again with you next week. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event right here on AM 590 The Answer. Mortgage rates are up, but credit card rates are way higher, and credit card balances have hit an all time high as inflation puts the squeeze on everyone's budget. Not to mention how auto loan rates and payments have gone through the roof. Let me point out it doesn't matter how low your existing mortgage interest rate is if you can't make the payments on everything else. Are you wondering what to do? Do you need some financial strategy? Want to talk to someone who thinks like you? Call me at 855-640-2020. We'll discuss a strategy that works for you today and also considers what happens when the interest rates drop as we move into the inevitable recession. To have that discussion, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo.
2: Ed and Hoffman, NMLS and ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate.
0: AM 590, the answer.